If I told you there was a 4% chance of rain, would you leave the house in a raincoat, boots, and grab an umbrella? Of course you wouldn't. You wouldn't let a 4% chance of rain ever even enter your mind. Or would you? Studies show that only 4% of what we worry about actually happens. Just 4%. And yet we're up all night worrying about all of those what-ifs. All that for a 4% chance of anything actually happening. There is a whole 96% of life we're missing when we're focused on the 4%. It's not that you're a warrior. It's that the 96% feels more uncomfortable somehow. The 96% where things are going well. Possibilities are endless. There are two worlds. One where you're living comfortably in your fear and limitations and victimhood. And another world where you're living in your divine freedom and possibility. And whatever you focus on, you get more of. I want to know where you're spending most of your days. Are you in the 4% or the 96%? Take my limiting beliefs quiz. Find out what's really blocking you. Grab the link in my bio. Women aren't born warriors. We become them. And the road to becoming a warrior is bumpy as hell. Each week, I'm interviewing women who, through tragedy and triumph, are leaping for greatness. Get ready to unleash your inner warrior. I'm Liz Swadek, and this is Conversations with Warrior Women. Hello, warriors. I think one of the most interesting things to study is ourselves. Why we do what we do. What motivates us. What we're thinking and feeling. I have made the study of human behavior my job by becoming a coach. And I'm always looking for new ways for us to get reconnected with ourselves so that we can rewrite the disempowering stories we created and move through what's blocking us. One of the insights and tools I love to use is human design. Human design combines astrology, the I Ching, Kabbalah, and the Vedic philosophy centering around the division of personalities into five energy types that indicate how someone exchanges energy with the world. The categories are manifestors, generators, manifesting generators, projectors, and reflectors. I found it to be fascinatingly accurate and helpful as I build my business. My guest today is a human design expert who will tell you how she came to this work and how she uses it in her own life. You'll also find out what is my human design and be able to figure out yours. Another tool for your toolbox. Well, let's get into it. But first. All right. Carrie Murray is back with the Bra Network. Carrie, I heard you have some news for us. Last time you came on and you talk, we were talking about the Bra Network. This time you're expanding? What's going on? Huge, exciting news. We're growing. We're getting bigger. We have new members coming in from all over the country. So now we're getting back to having in-person events and they're coming to a city near you. We've got them in Houston, Austin, Boston, Portland, Ventura, Orange County, San Diego. We're coming for you. Oh my God, that's so exciting. So you can live anywhere. I love this. So Carrie, what do you think it is about Bra Network that makes it so special? Well, why don't I ask you? You've been a huge cheerleader for me, a huge champion for the women of this network. What do you like about Bra Network? 
Oh my gosh, Carrie. Well, if I mean, put me on the spot, why don't you? But I will say that I love the collaborative nature of everything BRA stands for. Whether we're hiring each other, whether we're going to events together, we're referring clients to each other. It's just a good feeling to collaborate and be in the space with some dynamic women. We can learn about money. We can learn about business. We can learn about LinkedIn, but we also can learn about spirituality or we can learn about self-care. So you really have something for everyone. I think it's really one of the best networking groups out there, which is why you know I'm your biggest fan. Why, thank you. (laughs) So everybody needs to join the Bra Network. Join now because the prices are increasing and it's coming to a city near you. So let's go. Warrior 2. Where do they go, Carrie? How do they join? Good question. Bra-network.com and use that code Warrior2 for 20% off. All right, everybody, today on the show, Erin Claire Jones. Erin uses human design to help thousands of people and companies step into their work and their lives as their truest selves and to their highest potential. Her work as a guide, coach, and speaker attracted a growing community of over 240,000 people. Wow, Erin, geez. Who turn into her teachings and practical tools, her digestible tips, and her deeper self-knowledge so that they can access a life with greater ease and authenticity every single day. Erin's insights are highly sought after because they make human design pragmatic, tangible, accessible, and I am a perfect example of that, and immediately applicable to everyday life. By putting human design to work in her own life, Erin is showing the world a new way of work, a path forward to success, and a new perspective on living as you truly are. Welcome to the show, Erin. Thank you. So happy to be here. Do you want me to call you Erin Claire or are you Erin? Erin's perfect. Claire's my middle name. Okay. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure I wasn't doing it because, you know, some people like a good old hyphen, you know, just want to make sure. I'm yeah. Like, no, this is good. Um, I'm thrilled to have you. I ordered one of your human design. I, I became curious. I think I went to one of your free webinars. Yeah. I was like checking you out because I didn't know what human design really was. And we're going to talk about that today. Um, but then I ordered one of your human design blueprints. And once I got a load of this, I ordered it for everyone I can think of. I was like, this is the greatest thing in the world. Um, so let's start at the beginning, though, because I've been pouring over this human design blueprint. I love you. Tell us, what is human design? Like, where did this even come from? Where did it originate? Great question. So human design is a system based on your time, date, and place of birth that reveals your energetic blueprint and how you're really wired to operate at your best, whether it is in your business, your work, your relationships, your parenting, your life. It has been around since 1987. The founder's name was Ra Uhuruhu. He's no longer alive, but basically he had a very mystical experience where one day he was walking home in Ibiza and heard a voice and the voice said, it's time to work. And then for eight days and eight nights, he channeled the system and he just received all this information and then spent the next 20 years building it out. And when he received it, it was very much that this system draws from many different systems like astrology and the Kabbalah and the I Ching and the chakra system. And, um, but the way that it's delivered is so pragmatic and so grounded, or at least it can be. Um, And one kind of caveat I'll just share is that like, that's obviously really mystical and a very wild story. Um, And I work with so many skeptics. And so I just want to remind people that like, even if that feels a bit too woo woo to your taste, you know, I just want to remind you that like, what matters is whether the information is helpful, whether it's actually useful. And I find so many of the most skeptical people that I work with end up loving human design the most because they're like, it is so specific. The only way you could have discovered this is like following me around for like a year. So tell me everything you know, you know? And so I just want to kind of remind you that this is an amazing tool, but it's also just a tool. So, you know, take it if it feels supportive or useful and useful, let it go if it doesn't. But in my experience, it is mind-blowingly accurate. 
Yeah. And you know, it's what's crazy about it is I remember when I first figured out what I am, and I think I'm a projector. I think that's what you yeah. just said, right? Yeah. I remember when I first started reading about it, I felt like it was a trap. Like I was <sighs> like, oh, fuck. I have to wait for the invitation. Like all these stupid things I was like putting on myself as like a trap. And then I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> That's not the point of this. <laughs> the point of this is it's supposed to feel like an intuitive guide, like a kind yes. of way that you can look at something from a different perspective about yourself. And so mm -hmm. when I started accessing it like that, then it became awesome. Then I was like, mm -hmm. oh, wait, this is actually very powerful. But when you look at it through a lens of limitation, totally, like, do not use it that way. Do not use Ever. human design Anything that way. as yeah. a limitation to yourself. Mm -hmm. It's more, yeah. I right? Am I right about this? Oh, you're so right. I think that I often say that like human design one, it's definitely not meant to be disempowering or limiting. It's meant to be very empowering, but it's never here to tell us what we cannot do. It more helps us know how we can do things just in the most aligned way for us in a way that really allows us the most flow. So you're right on. Okay. So tell me how in the world did you become a practitioner of this work? <laughs> I know, right? Happen? Definitely not the plan. Um, I discovered human design in 2015. It was super serendipitous and very unexpected. I was living in New York City and was at a friend's gathering and sat next to a stranger. And the stranger had been studying human design for a decade. And he was like, Aaron, I'd love to do like a little reading for you. And I think I, as many people are, was curious. I was like, okay, tell me what you see, you know? And he did this little mini reading and it was just the most accurate, insightful thing I'd ever heard. Um, and he actually ended that conversation by saying, and I think you're meant to do this, you know, and I think that we're meant to do it together. It was so wild. And I want to just like preface that by saying, or just like that human design is not predictive. You know, it doesn't tell you that you're going to be this thing or meet this person in this many years. It really helps you understand your operating system, but he just observed a lot of things in my design and ours together that kind of indicated the potential for that. So he really invited me into the system and was my first teacher. And it's been an amazing journey. But when I first started sharing human design, it was really not very popular. It was not very cool. No one knew what it was. So it's been amazing over the past now eight years to watch human design grow in its popularity and awareness in so many ways. Yeah. And I still run into so many people who have no clue what it is, by the way. I know it's, um, I have to remind funny. myself. I, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think cause you're in the world, you, to you, oh, it, like everyone, like we all know now. You, I regularly, people are yeah. like, what is that? Like regularly, like often, yeah. in fact, more yeah. often than not, if you can. totally, that's why I wanted to have you on today. Cause I was like, so many people are like, what is that? What is it? Yeah, so I wanted to have you on. Yeah. Um, do we want to go through like the types and maybe you could tell me a little bit about like just a general kind of whatever, and yes. if you wanted to, to use me as an example, whatever you want to, however you want to do it. Okay, cool. So, um, I would recommend if you do know your time, date and place of birth to look up your type, you can do that at humandesignblueprint.com. You're going to see a wild looking chart. Um, don't worry about making sense of that immediately or maybe even ever, but I think what you want to look at is your type. And there are five different types. This is just the first piece, but a very important piece. So manifesting generators, generators, projectors, reflectors, and manifestors. So I'll start with manifesting generators and generators. These are both types that are really here to be doers. The ones that have tremendous energy and life force to kind of build and create and make things happen when they are so genuinely lit up and it's satisfied by what they're doing. 
you know, so an ideal day for them is often one where they wake up energized and excited. They kind of use up their day energy throughout the day in ways that feel very satisfying and they kind of drop into bed, like delightfully spent and exhausted. Um, so a big lesson for them is just trusting their gut to know where to put their energy. Um, and to know the more lit up they are, the more anyone, everyone benefits, um, manifesting generators specifically tend to be quite multi-passionate, like moving their energy between many different things. Generators really carry a lot of potential for kind of mastery and diving deep. But again, just the first thing. Um, and I would say for both of these types, they're meant to let things come to them and wait for things to spark a gut feeling before they go after it. Then we've got projectors. Um, projectors like you are really here to be leaders, guides, advisors, teachers, not here to do all the doing. You are somebody who your design will say is very innately sensitive to people, very wise about people. Um, so it's nice to be in positions where you're really recognized for that gift and invited in to share it. Often really good question askers. I see a lot of podcast hosts that are projectors, um, but often great coaches, teachers, guides, therapists. They're so good at kind of guiding and supporting the other. Um, big lesson for you is that your energy is meant to ebb and flow. And so you're not really designed to consistently hustle throughout the day, but to kind of build in moments of space and rest and ease and really allow and support, I would say, especially in your design. And you are here to be invited. And like you said, that's not meant to be this super limiting thing where you're like, I'm going to sit on my couch and wait for the invitation. It's more that like, your energy and guidance are so precious and also quite intense that like you really want to make sure you're sharing it with people that are genuinely ready for it and inviting it in, you know? And so kind of making sure you are working with, partnered with friends, with people that like deeply see your gifts, value your gifts, treasure you, cherish you, and knowing that's where you can really be at your full potential. How's that feel to you? I feel, I mean, it's spot on because I try <laughs> to work all the time and then I realize, uh -huh, I know. that's not what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. So I, I, it, I mean, yes, that feels a hundred percent right. Yeah. And I think one of our biggest shadows, I'm also a projector is like an overzealousness. We're just like, oh, we're going to keep going and going and going. And so really learning to like, it's okay to stop. Um, then we've got manifestors. They tend to be very innovative, disruptive forces, really good at kind of getting things started, getting the ball rolling, not always here to do all the doing themselves. Their energy can also be pretty spurty like ours, but at a little bit of a different cadence. So they can have like days and weeks and hours where they're like on fire, so inspired. And then like days and weeks and hours where they're like really kind of pulling back in their own energy, waiting for that next surge of kind of creativity. And these are people that really thrive when they feel free, when they feel autonomous and when they feel in control and they are here to be initiating and kind of making the first move. And this final yeah. type is the type that most- Is the reflector. Oh, and really? I like, well, I don't know that I know any reflectors. Like I have to find out if I know any. Yeah. Uh, maybe you can tell me if any famous people are reflectors so I can really know what that is because honestly, it fascinates me, the reflector, because it's rare, right? It's not- It's rare. It's yeah, 1%. Yeah. I wish I knew more celebrities that had this, you know, but because it is so rare. So Sandra Bullock's a good example. Um, but I think mostly because like, I think being an actor is a good example because these people are very fluid and able to kind of present themselves in many different ways. But so much of being a reflector is that these people are really our collective mirrors. They are deeply sensitive to their physical space and kind of always taking in and magnifying the energy that they're around. And so you get a really good sense of how a company is doing or a community or a team based on how that reflector is showing up. Um, so it's so important for them to be so ruthless about where they're putting their energy and who they're spending time with because they're just taking it all in. So being in spaces that feel good with people that feel good 
Um, we call them evaluators just because they see and sense and feel things that so many people don't. And so similar to projectors in some ways, it's really useful for them to kind of be in spaces where their wisdom is so recognized, so invited in. Um, and then they're very fluid. Like I said, like they'll have days where they feel like a projector, like a manifesting generator, like a generator. So their job is to not try to be consistent or to be just one thing but to really honor whatever feels like them that day, because they really are here to express themselves in a multitude of ways, not just one. So you're a projector. I'm a projector. I love that we're projectors together. Um, (laughs) How has human design changed your life? Like, what does it help you overcome? How is it kind of, I mean, my God, you could probably do a whole entire podcast just on this question, but like, if you had to kind of point to some things specifically. Yeah, I think that For me, and I think for many people, human design is like a massive permission slip. I think I had spent a lot of my life trying to be a generator. You know, I was living in New York City. I was like in in the entrepreneurship world. And I was like, I am going to hustle my way to success, you know, and like, and discovering I was a projector really revealed to me that there was another way, you know, that there was a way to find success on my own terms and in my own way. And so um, it's really changed every part of my life. You know, I think that I have really built my business in a way that is very in alignment with my design, you know, and and always iterating and changing. I definitely have been pulled off track. I think um, knowing my design has been really useful, my partnership, because I'm married to somebody that has a design opposite of mine in almost every single way. Um, I'm a new mom of a three-month-old. And I think like knowing that I'm a projector mom and really kind of like understanding how important rest is and space and time alone, even as a new parent, Um, has been really useful. So I think it's really, it's changed every part of my life, but I also can think about like, since discovering my design and since really getting in alignment with it, you know, it's like, I met my partner, I built my business, like all these things happen because it just felt like I was like in an authentic flow. And I think that so often we spend our lives trying to emulate the people around us or trying to emulate what we think we're supposed to be doing, you know, whether it's how we build our businesses, how we parent, how we partner, whatever it is. And I think human design just gives, has given me permission to like really do things in a way that really works for me. Um, and it's been way more successful for me. And I think it's also just felt so much better. Yeah. And you know what, that is exactly what it is. It's a permission slip to do life in a way that feels good for you. That doesn't have to feel so constrictive and restrictive or, you know, knowing that, um, there, I mean, I, I love the kind of notion that there is cycles and there's circles in life because everything is cyclical. You know, if you look at the planets, if you, in the moon, you know, women's cycles, and there's so many cyclical things. And, and part of that human design is seeing those cycles, like understanding the patterns of like, it's rest time and now it's go time and I'm fired up and now I'm resting again and I put it out there and now it's time to yes. kind of retreat and create and like recognizing your your personal kind of uh, cycle, frankly. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. agree? hundred yeah. percent, you know, and it's just like knowing like how your energy best flows, you know, and that's so useful. Like it's so useful as projectors to be like, okay, like, you know, building space and ease and like having space in between things is going to be more effective for us. Or as a manifestor to know that like, you might have three weeks where you're absolutely on fire. And then instead of trying to like maintain that momentum, it's pulling back and like waiting for the next idea to arise within you. Or as a generator, knowing that like what allows you to rest most deeply at night is to feel like you fully expended your energy during the day. And so if you aren't using up your energy in ways that feel good, it's going to be hard to sleep, you know? So it's like these little things that are just like so like nuanced, but I think also just help us know how to like navigate our days again in a way that I think is ultimately going to be more successful and feel more satisfying, but I think just feels better. Yeah. 
100%. What is the most surprising thing that you've found doing this work with clients? Because I can imagine people come to you, like you said, skeptical or like, what yeah. is this? And how am I really going to use this? Or, or trying to act like it's a rule book and I'm totally. in this like trap and telling you like, well, now I can't make an invitation because you taught me to wait. You know, like, I mean, it's hysterical. So what 100%. has been the biggest surprising thing about doing this work? I think the most surprising thing has been like how open people are to it. I think when I first started my business, it was focused just on human design for business. And I think that like I expected a lot of skepticism, like I'm asking for real birth information, you know, it can be very new, but I think that like people are really curious to learn about themselves. And so I think I learned that as long as I present it in an empowering way, which has been my lesson of like, this is a tool. And also like what matters is whether it's useful or not, whether it's true, you know, and like letting people kind of resonate or not. I think I've just seen it have way more of an impact and resonate in ways that I could have never imagined. So I think that's, I've been surprised by people's openness to it, but I also think that like, it's so much around how we present things, you know? So I think it's really important, like you said, like how we kind of engage with the system in a really empowering way. A hundred percent. Um, tell you say the biggest influence in your life, and you mentioned this before, is your partner. Oh yeah. yeah. So tell me, tell me about that, because you said he's an he's the opposite. He's an opposite sign. Opposite. Um, yeah, our designs are opposite in every single way. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, so many people have been influential. I think that, like, you know, I'm with my partner all the time, and so I think, you know, it's it's interesting because so much of being a projector is being seen you know, and, and he was my best friend long before he was my partner. And it's so funny that I ended up marrying him and having a child with him because I think that like, I've never felt more seen by anyone than I have by him, but like not always in easy ways, you know? And so I think in terms of the biggest impact and influence is that like, I don't think I've ever had somebody in my life call me out so much on so many things, you know, and I just really appreciate that about him. I think that I, that's a quality that I didn't know I was looking for, but really needed in a partner. Cause like, I think that it's nice for me to be with somebody that just sees things so clearly. And so when I'm kind of getting off track, which happens inevitably to just have somebody be like, Aaron, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, right, oh, right, coming back, you know? So I think he's really been such a powerful mirror for me. And you know what? I always like to say, it's not really calling us out, right? It's calling you up. Totally, exactly. It's and call like me forward, like, yeah. What's wrong with you, Aaron? You know, like, it's more like he's saying, hey, remember who you are? You know, totally. over here, you know, like, yeah. so a good partner will call us up, you know, Agreed. and let us remember like, oh no, you don't need to go down into that muck and mire. Like you can actually totally. let that be and you yes. can pause and you can be like, you know what? I'm going to come back to this because I'm at a point of total frustration or whatever it is. Totally. And also like, I think letting us know when we can do better, yeah. you know, and I think that's, that's hard to hear sometimes, but in my life, it's been so necessary. I'm like, yeah, I can do better here. Yeah. yeah. I love that you're so. a projector mom. What's your baby? What, first of all, what, what's her name? Her name is Willow. Um, and she, I know, and she's a manifesting generator. So she's got like a design opposite the mind again in every single way, more so to my partner. So I, I can already like, she's so fiery in her design. I can already feel it. So I'm really, um, I'm so curious, you know, she's obviously so young right now, but you can just like feel her eagerness. to just like talk and walk and just like, she's so <laughs> verbal. And I'm just like, this, this babe has a lot to say. So um, I'm so happy to kind of have her design my pocket because even just like a few things, it's, it's already so useful to know, because I think if I was expecting her to be like me, it'd probably be really challenging for her, but I just like already have the insight that she looks quite different than me. So just like being prepared to create space for that. 
I think my husband is a projector. I think my daughter's a projector. I'm pretty sure we either are all, either three of us are the, all the same and one's a generator or, but it was mostly projectors in this house. Wow. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so what does that mean for me? Um, I mean, it's all the time. It's, it's wonderful. I mean, I think that like, and you're an energy projector, you know, being a projector, I just want to remind people, it's never about like being devoid of energy. It's around the fact that like your energy just ebbs and flows. And so learning how to honor that. So I think the value of having that in your home is that you guys can be such powerful mirrors from each other in terms of being like, you can stop, you can rest, you can take time alone. And just having like such understanding and compassion for each other around that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. So how can people uh, work with you? Like what are the ways just so we, I mean, I know they can, they can order a blueprint and you said you're going to give me a little coupon. Yes. A little coupon. A coupon. Yeah. Um, okay. So you're going to give me a little coupon. Yes. So if you want to learn about your design, the blueprint book is definitely the best place for that, which is a 55 plus page guide all about your unique design and how to work with it. Um, it's not filled with jargon. It's really meant to be a very kind of empowering guide to like how to use it in your life. Warrior is the discount code and that's at humandesignblueprint.com. And then I also teach human design. And so if you're just like, I love this system, I want to learn everything. I have a live course and starting in April and May, we're going to be kind of offering even more accessible ways to get access to it. Um, but that's called, well, we're going to change the name. It's currently called Blueprint Pro on our website, but it will keep evolving. And then I have stuff for more advanced guides, but that's, those are kind of the two big things, whether you want to learn about your human design or just human design in general. Yeah. The blueprint is amazing. It's to me, the greatest gift you can give yourself. I was telling you, I feel like it's indulgent because yeah. it is all about you. 55 pages of you. Um, and nice. it's so fascinating. Like I, I, it, I still am pouring over that and it's not a quick read. Like you really have mm -hmm. to sit with it a minute and be like, wait, okay, hold on. What does this mean for me? Like you, it's really, um, deeply meaningful and very user-friendly. That's what I would yeah. say. I feel like I use it all the time. I have it next to my bed. I'm always redirecting myself back to it when I'm feeling a little off. I'm like, wait, hold on should I even be doing this? Is this really something I want to be like engaged in? Like, cause there's, I get asked to do so many things and I get mm -hmm. kind of ideas to do so many things. And I always want to make sure that I'm really, it's really in alignment, like with what I mm -hmm. want to do ultimately. And it's yeah. a great kind of like guiding force. I really, oh really love it and use it. So I'm <laughs> so excited you came on today. Can we do the speed round? Cause it's, oh my God, I'm ready. Okay. So you're going to fill in the blank. I am learning that. I am learning that things look a little bit different as a new mom, and I'm trying to discover what my new life looks like. Yes, because it's never going to be the same. I've learned that. Yeah. And you won't care because you'll be I like, know. what did we ever do before this human came into our lives? Did we even have a life before? I don't think I we know. did. We didn't even have a life. We had no life before this person. When I feel lost, I... Come back to myself and often spend time alone. Yes, time alone is really... Holy moly. That's a, that's a healing, healing time. Um, I am a woman who. Mm. I am a woman who loves being around other inspiring women and really cultivating friendships with them. I love that. That's beautiful. I am proud of the fact that I. I feel proud of childbirth. What a crazy experience that was. I feel really proud that I carried a, a baby in my body and birthed one i was gonna say you're very proud that you made a human you made a human being i know my, i'm proud of my body i'm just like i did nothing i was just sitting here observing it being like how in the world and now that she's out i'm like i can't believe it was you <laughs> it was you in there 
uh, I had a son first. He's 16, Landon, and then a daughter, Caroline Coco, which which I ordered there. Uh, actually, I haven't ordered Landon's blueprint yet, but I gave Coco hers, and she you know pours over as like a little mad scientist. She loves it. Um, and oh. my husband, I gave him his, and he like me uses it all. I mean, he has. When I tell you, Aaron, poured over this thing. Like he was actually, I hadn't gotten a chance. I had so many clients. I hadn't gotten a chance to even look at mine. He's over there. Like, have you read that? Like, are you getting into this? Like he, he is oh so God. into it, Aaron. I can't even tell you. Um, but, but I was going to say that makes I day. remember when I was, I got pregnant with Landon and I was like, I am making a penis. I'm very tired. I must rest. Cause I have to make a penis. And that is a lot for me. Okay. <laughs> I have to make one. This is not this. Uh, My body's making one. Thing. I have to make a penis now. <laughs> that is hilarious, but so true. But I was exhausted. And with Coco, I was not. Coco, I was like, cool, whatever. I was like literally in the middle, mid-sentence falling asleep when I when when I had landed. Like it when I was pregnant with Landon. So it's so funny. But I, I made a joke about it, but it was really true. It took a lot it's out really of me true. to make a penis. It's a lot. Yeah. That is hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Um, how about this? I always say. Mm-hmm. I always say, <laughs> um, I just thought of a goofy one. I'm going to think of a serious one. Oh, no. Um, I, no, if it's funny, I love it even more. So well, no, funny. my partner always makes, it's like, this is like such a phrase. I think my partner always makes fun of, of this. It's like, it's just a good reminder of how different we are, where he'll like, just be like, Aaron, I really want to do this thing. And it's like something I don't want to do. And I'm like, I just love that for you. I love you doing that. You know what I mean? And he's just like, Duh. and so I think that he started saying it. It's just like, it's such a sweet thing to be like, I so appreciate that you want to do that. It's so not what I want to do, but I love that you want to do that, you know? So I don't always say it, but I think it's like, it's been funny. I say that in the exact same tone and meaning, but I say, I love this journey for you. Yeah, exactly. I can't wait for you to go on it. He's like, yeah. I think I'm going to go outside and dip in the ice cold pool because I want to pl- I want to do a plunge. You want to come with me? I'm like, no, I love this journey for you though. I love exactly. it. I love this journey. Exactly. For you. It's such a nice phrase. Okay. I love the journey. Yeah. I love it. I love that we both have this. Um, I'm re- of course we're projectors, so we have this thing together. Um, I'm really excited about. Mm. I'm just really excited about watching my little one girl. It feels like every week is so different. And so watching her smile and giggle and like wiggle her little toes. I'm just excited for all the, all the things to come. I'm so glad you're really enjoying this. Cause like, I feel like, you know, when I've, when we, we were like having babies, I'm 52 now, almost 53. When we were having babies, there was all this like pressure to like do it better than our parents who were kind of like out to lunch, but then also like work and do all. And and I, and I was like, oh my God, like there was all this like pressure and, you know, it took away some of the enjoying that I wanted to have. And I really have noticed that people now who are having babies are really taking Mm. the time to enjoy it. And I'm like, and also not holding themselves, like when you said taking time alone or, you know, Mm -hmm. understand, like I would not do that. I I would be like, no, I can't, you know? So I love that that is coming down the line that people are realizing like, I can't actually be a good mother if I don't have breaks, alone time and away time from this baby. You know what I mean? So I love that we're doing it differently. I love that. I love that you're doing it differently. Yeah, it's, it's, it feels, and my partner are so aligned on that, but it is there are these little moments, like she started sleeping in her nursery really early on. And I just remember being like, God, I want her in my room. And then just being like, I want that for me. 
you know, like she wants something different. So like, it's just like, and she does better away from me, you know, in certain moments. So it's just been really interesting in those little moments to just like stay aligned with like what's best for both of us independently so we can really show up for each other. Um, so it's been a big lesson for me. Thanks for saying It's going to be the theme of your life. What's best for the both of us independently so we can really show up for each other. You need to put that in a huge sign over <laughs> your house. <laughs> So when you're 15 and 15 and 14, you can be like, oh hold God. on, wait a minute. <laughs> What's best for yes. both of us <laughs> individually so we can go together, grow together and support totally. each other. I loved talking to you, Erin. Thank you. New mommy joining me. It was so funny because when I was trying to get Erin on this podcast, she was like, I just have to have this baby <laughs> and then I'll get back to you. I was like, oh, just that? Oh, okay. You have to make a human? Okay. After you make a human, come on the podcast. So I'm glad you ha- made your human. Welcome, Willow. We're very excited to have you. And thank you so much for doing this with me today because I just, I adore you and I love what you do. And I really obviously believe in what you do. So um, everybody can get their blueprint because we're going to have a coupon. (laughs) Okay. So thank you so much. Thanks for coming. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Thank you everybody for joining us. Remember to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify and if you enjoyed the show, which I know you did, leave us a five-star written review. This is Liz Swadek and the Conversations with Warrior Women podcast. And remember, every woman has a story. You just need to ask her. Bye.